as someone who really loves memes, you know I do, SpongeBob has a special place in my heart. So I wish I had better news for you about this movie, but it turns out our friends in the North, Canada, eh, who got this uh, last year, are right that it's, no, it's a little underwhelming. But you know what's interesting? There's always something interesting, right? But uh, what's particularly interesting here, you know, you got to look for it, right? It's up to you if at the end of the day you have a good time. But SpongeBob SquarePants is such a phenomenon. $13 billion in revenue last they checked in 2019. Well, they made it public. <laughs> I'm sure that Viacom checks the, the, the bottom line every day. But Mickey Mouse, the original plucky animated everyman, has actually been changed by Disney to be more like SpongeBob. That's how popular SpongeBob is. And in fact, while watching this new movie, Sponge on the Run, and having recently watched Mickey's latest cartoons on Disney+, Plus, which at first I hated because they're so different than the original version of the character, but I've actually come to really enjoy them. But at points, the two characters seem almost indistinguishable, which is pretty incredible. Uh, by the way, they had a very nice uh, dedication to the creator of SpongeBob. Speaking of, you know, animation creators who've added so much to society um, at the end of this movie, which I thought was really nice. Uh, and speaking of streaming services, by the way, Sponge on the Run is only available on Paramount Plus starting March 4th, uh, along with new SpongeBob spinoff show Camp Coral, which this movie was largely made to advertise, as some Canadians have warned us. Oh, those parts were bad. We're going to talk about it. But let's talk about first about Paramount+. Plus. So is this new movie worth the $5.99 with commercials? I don't know how they're going to be commercials with a movie. Maybe, I guess, when it starts. Or the $9.99 monthly fee. And, of course, you know, you just cancel after that if you, don't, if you don't want to keep it. But, by the way, I feel I should tell you that if you're thinking of signing up for Paramount+, Plus for a whole year, if you do so before March 3rd, if you take a leap of faith before SpongeBob and the service itself debut on the 4th, you can get 50% off for the year. That's a, that's a pretty good deal. But, well, as for whether or not Sponge on the Run is worth this investment, even the $5.99 or $9.99, that's a tough one. You're going to have to really look inside yourself and see how much you like SpongeBob. Because, you see, Sponge on the Run has its moments, but it's all over the place. And not in a good way, because that's, of course, one of the hallmarks of SpongeBob. But this, it's the kind of movie, you know, there's babysitter streaming these days, um, you know, which I think... I don't know if that's a good idea. But anyway, people just, you know, have it just babysits uh, children. And this movie's like really made for that, to just have like on in the background. But then Keanu Reeves or Snoop Dogg shows up, or you see the casino showroom, and you're like, wait a minute, stop what you're doing. Let's rewind and see the beginning of this bit. Because there's good stuff, but it's just in a sea of not so good stuff. The Camp Coral flashback sequences do not work, and there are so many of them in the third act that it completely derails the movie. I'm like, oh, stop taking me back to Camp Coral. I don't like it here. Also, I hate it when everybody knows each other as children. You know, I don't like it when they do it in comic book things. And I mean, I kind of was okay with it with Gotham, but, you know, we, we, none of us like when they do this. So I don't like that every single person in Bikini Bottom has known each other since basically childhood. I'm like, I mean, I guess... I don't know, I'd like to think that some of the move there, it makes it more interesting. Anyway, the other problem is that young SpongeBob just isn't as zany as regular SpongeBob, from his voice to his facial movements. And that's the point of SpongeBob. Nobody wants to see dialed down SpongeBob. He's usually at a 12, but what do you have in SpongeBob and a 6? Said no one. 
The movie does have a nice message about how important SpongeBob is to everyone, even though they say he's annoying. So I thought that was nice. And you can see he, that his, he has an admirable joie de vie as Krusty Krab's fry cook. And yes, SpongeBob does love to cook. And you can too, thanks to HelloFresh, which makes it simple, easy, and fun. I don't know about you, but it's so hard to think of what to eat for dinner. And if it wasn't for HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, I would be eating the same thing week after week. But instead, look at some of the unique meal kits they have coming up in March. You've got chicken shawarma bowl, like the Avengers, this alpine mushroom and Swiss panini, vegetarian, and then you can treat yourself with steak and shrimp, Mmm, tasty. Uh, It's cheaper than regular groceries, and you can pick your uh, meal plan so you can focus on uh, food that's locale, carb-smart, vegetarian, and even pescatarian. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BTT10, click the link below, and use code BTT10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. So again, you want to go to HelloFresh.com slash BTT10 and use code BTT10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Now, back to Sponge on the Run, my favorite parts of the film were the beginning at the Krusty Krab, and I really like the design of King Poseidon's Atlantic City. But it was just a background for flashbacks. I wanted to see more of the casinos. I know that SpongeBob appeals to short attention spans. As I said, that's part of his whole gimmick. But I would have preferred a movie about SpongeBob and Patrick just going to Atlantic City rather than the overcomplicated kidnapping plot and all the stops they had to make to get, you know, before they got to Atlantic City. Uh, but there, there's still a basic level of fun watching SpongeBob and his friends. That's why they've been around for so long. And I can't believe that I never realized until I was watching this movie and I was like, who are doing all some of the new voices here? Like Poseidon. Uh, I was like, who are all these people? You know, they had everyone, all the voice actors did a really nice job. But I was like, and I was looking at the cast list and I saw Clancy Brown's name and I was like, Lex Luthor voices Mr. Krabs. I, again, I can't believe I never made the connection before because once you do, it's totally obvious. But it's such a silly performance. I have to say, it made me have new respect for Clancy Brown that he's able to cut loose like that. And speaking of cutting loose, Keanu Reeves is by far and away the best guest star. He doesn't just have a short cameo. He's sprinkled throughout the second half of the movie. And he takes his role as Tumbleweed Sage very seriously, but he has fun with it too. I really appreciated it. He was great. He even like would move his head when he wanted to like get momentum to roll as the tumbleweed. He just did a great job. And also I was like, who's the voice of the new robot Otto? That seems very familiar. And it's Aquafina. And you know, I think they kind of wasted Aquafina. She did a nice job. She really, you know, Otto stood out, but I think they could have done more with that. Because again, I just think they had so much that they, they were trying to do that they therefore didn't really do enough of the good stuff. Uh, Because there was a lot they could have cut. All right, so finally, the style of animation, I guess, is very modern. And, you know, at the last movie, I was like, I want to see more of the new animation. Well, that was a mistake. Because while it's great for the backgrounds, the backgrounds are so cozy and so beautiful. Again, I really particularly liked Atlantic City. But with the character animation, it turns out that the rounder, uh, brighter, smoother kind of depiction of the characters with their facial expressions and stuff, it just left a little something to be desired. It took a bit of the edge off, which I hadn't expected. So it, it, it doesn't quite work as well as the traditional animation, in my opinion. So if you're a diehard SpongeBob fan, yeah, pay the few bucks and check this out. You know, you'll, you got to scratch that SpongeBob itch. Uh, and there are some gems buried here that you'll enjoy. But if you're not really into SpongeBob and you've, I mean, you've already seen all the really good jokes in the trailer, 
I don't know if it's worth signing up and remembering to cancel. Well, maybe. Maybe you want to stay subscribed to a whole new streaming service. I don't think this movie's a good enough of a carrot to, to launch Paramount Plus with. But I'm curious, are you signing up for Paramount Plus, Plus to watch this? And if you already have Paramount Plus, you're probably annoyed about the 50% off deal for new subscribers only. But what is good to watch on there? You know, I don't think they're fully up and running. And, you know, I was on their site because uh, I was like, should I do this? And I just, you know, what else? I mean, I, I, guess, I think you have to really be into SpongeBob and really into Star Trek basically right now for that service to work for you. But I'm curious to other people's experiences with it. So that's my review of Sponge on the Run. Thanks for the warning, Canada. Uh, I'm curious to know your thoughts of the film, if you're going to watch it. Uh, and what do, you, what do you think of um, Clancy Brown voicing Mr. Krabs? Did you know that was true? All right, share those thoughts down below, subscribe today, and of course, as always, you can check out some more videos right now.